welcome to the Impact Business Show. I'm your host, Annalise Warren, a marketing agency CEO, business strategist, digital marketing mentor, wife, and mama of four little ones. Stay tuned for conversations with successful, purpose-driven business leaders, as well as practical marketing strategies that you can action right away. We are here to help you master your marketing, build your business, and change the world. So let's get into it. Okay. (laughs) Melanie, welcome. Welcome, welcome to the show. I didn't check with you how to pronounce your surname before we started. Could you please tell everyone who you are and what you, how it is that you serve people? Well, first, thank you for having me. It's really fun to have a chat with you. Um, It feels like coffee with a friend and I love it. Um, my name is Melanie Merek, but it also depends who you ask because my brother pronounces it differently. So whichever way you do it is perfect and beautiful. <laughs> that sounds good. I do it Merek and I, I help people awaken their hearts by creating businesses that are impactful, but also transform their lives and other people's lives. So I'm very much into service from the heart. So when you awaken internally, you're able to create change outside and transform others just by your mere presence. On top of that, imagine if you can purposefully create and manifest things in your life from that space of expansion where everything else fits in. Um, So that's kind of what I do. Um, I started long ago, but I launched this business um, kind of last year and I'm launching a new program this year, but It all began many years ago in the corporate world that I used to be in the film and television industry in the international scene, doing a lot of financing and um, co-production, sales, distribution, dealing with a lot of glamorous things. So I did that for a good 30 years all around the world. I started in Mexico, then moved to Canada, and I traveled the whole world, managed the world. But some point, it wasn't just it wasn't fulfilling anymore. It was, there was something else that I needed to do. I felt like I had something bigger to offer to the world and I didn't, I didn't know how to pinpoint it. Pause there, at the same time, I started getting all these other interests that started coming up and in a short version, but you can always go to my website or whatever to look for, for the longer version. I ended up going to India many times to sit with monks and I sat weeks at a time to learn to meditate to really awaken my own heart and heal whatever was blocking my heart from simply expanding and what i realized is that all my life i had been using my heart to relate to people to relate to business to relate to my clients to make the deals happen and i was happy doing it because i was being myself with the clients and then in the companies I kind of had to become who they expected me to be. Um, You know, this this part where you really want something and there you have so much to contribute, but then everything is kind of settled and there, I'm not going to go into the specifics because we all have different experiences in um, with our bosses and our coworkers, but I was always a very authentic person and the corporate world doesn't necessarily allow for you to be that authentic and yet be accepting. So I realized 
I didn't love the person I was there. And I needed to change that. So I started doing all these courses and became a yoga teacher. So for 15 years, I prepared myself um, to kind of launch to where I am right now into a heart-centered leadership position. And I looked and looked at coaches, how to do it, this and that. And then again, I realized what I wanted wasn't out there. So I created it. <laughs> that was the only way I knew how to do it. And I created um, my business from a very heart-centered position, but also it's all about self-love. I call it self-love in action. And that's how you create your business, how you create your life, how you are actually able to dream bigger dreams and make them happen. You are in control as long as you release control, if that makes any sense to anybody. And that's kind of where how I ended up here with you today. It's amazing. And when I heard a little bit about that story and learned this approach, I was really excited to to dig in because I haven't, this isn't something that I have knowledge about. It's not something that I've explored. It's not something that I've spoken with people about. Um, and I have a little bit of an idea where the conversation's going. So, you know, I, <laughs> I'm really excited to dig in. Um, so tell us, more about now how you begin to work with clients so what is that process what's the start of that so once we kind of acknowledge okay the heart is you know we need to be and I'm going to say the wrong thing like <laughs> um with our you say it a different way through our heart not with you right what do you say with our heart, not from our heart, from our heart, not with our heart. Oh, uh, you want to live life from the heart, not necessarily with the heart. Okay. Because it's, um, okay, do you want me to do the decision yes. on that? Yes, yes, please. Okay, so when we live with the heart, it's almost like we have our emotions on top of us and we let them out completely and whatever we're feeling, it's out there and that is actually what moves us, right? To either generate and create certain emotions that we like or to resist and try to get out of the emotions we don't like. Living from the heart is the integration of all of that and living from a neutral place of peace, right? So you will always feel emotions and emotions come for a million different reasons. Obviously our history or whatever we relate with things, but things that we rarely think of is like what you had for lunch will change how you feel because it changes the chemistry in your body how much you slept, if you had coffee or tea, if by any reason like you're allergic to dust and that day there's more dust in the wind, like our emotions are completely out of our control. You can't control an emotion and when you start trying to control the emotions is when you live with the heart, right? So you live in a roller coaster. All the decisions you make personal or business-wise are a roller coaster and usually or at least in my experience and, and working with clients as well you regret those decisions because they weren't coming from your center they weren't coming from the integration of everything that you are they were coming with an agenda so they're decisions that are have an agenda behind them which is usually to resist the experience you're having whatever that is when you actually live from the heart you're able to integrate and accept and love yourself every single itsy bitsy part, whatever you define as good or bad, which doesn't, 
it, it's not good or bad it's just who you are being and you are absolutely a different person every second you're never the same person because you are responding hopefully instead of reacting to what's out there so when you live from the heart you're able to center all of that and then respond to whatever it is make decisions on the one side on the other side the heart as the brain has um, cells that are like neurons they're called neurites and they think they literally think just like the brain would do so when you operate from the heart you have less noise if you may than the the brain would do because it wires differently it's a more complex and a more simple way of operating but then when you're able to your physical heart now i'm talking about your actual physical heart when you're able to link the heart and the brain and get the nervous system to operate from a neutral calm space you have everything in your possibility to make the right decisions and magic happens because you're not thinking you're feeling and that feeling creates a thought not the thought creates a feeling so operating from the heart is very disturbing for the mind so the mind will always try to take over because you cannot explain it and it's that intuition that feeling no? so people that are very intuitive very creative they're very much in their heart so I always help people fall into their heart so they can experience who they are there and then trust their own decisions which is a process it's a process because we've been taught not to do that does that yeah. make sense yeah beautiful and thank you for you know rewording that in the right way and and also for explaining the difference because I do think that if people hear from the heart or you know anything relating to that that we do think it's just doing what we feel like and if we all did what we felt like doing I think we would just all be homeless <laughs> yes we wouldn't feel like showing up for work we wouldn't like do you know what I mean if we did what we felt like and not what we kind of needed to do um so I think it's I think it's a really great distinction and it was really mind-blowing to me when you told me that that there's neurons is that the right word in the heart is that what I heard yeah okay great so how talk to us talk to us about what that process looks like at the start so you tell your clients that as they come as they come into you or maybe that's what brings them to you or that's one element that might really help to connect people and draw them to your work what is that generally that first step that you take with them how do you begin to break down everything that has been learned over decades and reinstall this new operating system <laughs> well i don't do it the person does it right so but I facilitate for them to have a safe space to explore and rewire their own brains it's a space of clarity so say that if we all have some sort of superpower my superpower is to help people come to a, a place of acceptance and peace with clarity no matter what you find some sometimes you find things that are very painful but pain is exactly the same as joy it's an emotion right so i also help them discover within themselves how emotions actually feel 
and then there are feelings and there are emotions right so the emotions are very chemical they come it's the nervous system responding it's energy that comes because what happens in the nervous system really it's just electricity moving through the body and sometimes it accumulates sometimes it goes now it, it moves like that feelings on the contrary are from the heart and they bypass your nervous system they bypass everything that is physical about you and that's why it's so so complicated to actually explain someone and intuition or creativity because it's it doesn't live in this body that we know right i mean we could talk hours about it and how the body actually integrates with all of that um so that said usually when people come to me know nothing about any of this right they don't come to me because they want to awaken their heart they come to me because they feel frustrated with life they feel there's something bigger for them in life and they cannot find it they find um they've been restricted in who they can be not only in life in general but especially in business so it's i usually work with people that have been quite successful in their careers, that they've created a name for themselves, that they have some sort of business experience, but that they've given everything to build somebody else's business. So they have, just because of that, unless it's a very awakened company, a very enlightened company, which usually stems from the head, you have to restrict and become and contain yourself and it feels very painful when your whole being is exploding to bring that light that you are into the world, to have to mold yourself into these tiny little places and spaces, right? Where you're able to show this much about yourself and even that mask it to obtain something that someone else wants you to do. But when you start bringing people, and I, I can also work with teams as long as the head of the company is aware of this because the heads of the companies, the owners basically, and the highest managers, their beingness, their hearts, trickle down throughout the whole company. And it doesn't matter how big or small the company, you are your business who you are, how you're feeling, how you operate, how you integrate your values, your vision, you are your business. So if you as the creator of a business are unclear and don't know who you are or feel a bit lost because you've been creating this persona for the world, for success, for following a method or whatever it is, then your whole business is shaky because it doesn't have a really strong base that gels everything together so sales and marketing and finances and creation of new products or whatever it is clients um, um contractors like all the parts of a business are touched by these and the clarity that you're able to give your employees if you have them or your clients is as clear as you are with yourself authenticity is not about, as you were saying, doing everything you want to do. It's about accepting yourself and it's all about self-love. When you are able to expand yourself with whatever it is that you find there, then you are able to expand and include 
everything else. So you listen to your clients, you understand your teams, you're able to see things that no one does because you see how things move and operate because you're not limited by what you know or what you've learned. You're present, you're calm, you're centered, you're aware of yourself and of everything else. So going back to how this all starts, um, usually we start with a very simple call. Um, I want to work with people that know that they need help, right? They might not know exactly how or where, but they know that they need something, that they are unfulfilled and that they have so much more to give. And it doesn't mean they leave their jobs, but they can apply all the principles back into the job they have or create their own because oftentimes um, that entrepreneurial freedom that we look for can only happen if you create your own business because again you are your business yeah so talk it's just about booking a call so talk to me more about that about us being our business as business owners who haven't um maybe thought this way before how can we start to look at what we've been doing and how we're showing up and and begin to be more heart-centered stop looking to the outside like the first thing i would say is stop looking to the outside what if so i always ask this question of myself and of everyone else what if the situation on the outside stems from me what if what i'm feeling is creating this situation and it can be the lack of sales or it can be extreme sales to the wrong clients right attracting whoever you attract to your business um, if you work with a team attracting the wrong people to your team even though your words are very clear in your job description or what you're looking for there is a magnetism of who you are that only comes from self-awareness and self-love so the first thing would be breathe simply and honestly just take a moment and breathe i created a, a document that um, will probably very soon be up on my website that you can download that it's just using your hand to have all the steps of doing exactly that and the first the first step is stop stop thinking stop talking stop whatever it is that you're doing if you're in the middle of a meeting and you find yourself like that make a pause we are very well aware that sometimes we need pauses. You don't need to respond right away. It's very, very rare, and it's usually in life or death situations, that you need to make a decision on the spot. You can take 30 seconds. You can take a minute. You can take 24 hours. You can always say, okay, I'm bringing all the information into me, and then I'm going to sit and sit with it. Once you do that, you are able, through your breath, to calm the mind so it's like a it's a triangle let's put it like that so at the top of the triangle is your breath and then you have your body and your energy you your body cannot alter your energy your energy cannot alter your body but the breath can work with both so when you calm the mind the energy comes and you're able to actually listen to that communication that comes from that other brain that is your heart 
always take into account that there's a third brain <laughs> that lives in your gut and literally works like that and has a bunch of chemicals in that. So sometimes making a decision and even that self-awareness is, I have teeth and it's really altering how I feel and the clarity I can have. So I'm going to take 24 hours to make a decision. I'm going to take time to see how I feel and how I think. As we grow in business, especially being the owner, and then you start being responsible not only for you and your clients, but your teams and other people's jobs, it becomes really stressful to, to make the right decisions for everybody. But if you're trying to do the right by others and forget yourself, you're doing right by no one. And eventually those decisions come back to bite you. And it can be a year, it can be six months, it can be 30 seconds. But eventually those decisions don't feel right. When you fall into your heart, into that peaceful space through your breath, and there's many different kinds of breaths that I teach as well um, for different situations and different tools um, to use. But when you fall into your heart, into that peaceful space and give yourself time to integrate for your nervous system to calm down, then you can listen. And the things that you discover are amazing because often you may discover that you're taking a path you didn't want, that you're going way farther. Like this seems like the good decision now, except that you want to go that way. And this good decision is good immediately here. It will point you there. And it's way harder once you're here to come back. You can always do it as long as you're aware of the direction that you're having. And be patient with yourself and with the information. We are taught and we love to have immediate answers and extremely wide uh, plans and strategies which you can do definitely, and you need to do that in business and sometimes in life. But the heart only gives you one step at a time. So you cannot have the whole picture of the decision until you make the first decision. So say that the first decision is to take five minutes. Then the heart will try, respond to that and give you the next one, breathe, and give you the next one. So all of a sudden, you're able to follow guidance that is deeper and that is connected to everybody through that expansion and that magnetic field that the electricity within the heart generates. And there's science behind it, and I'll go into it because I don't never remember the numbers, I have to, to read them up, but it's something like 200 times stronger, the electromagnetic field of the heart than that of the brain. And the HeartMath Institute in California has taken 20 plus years to do all the scientific studies of how the actual heart operates. So there's science behind all of this that I'm telling you. Yeah, I love that. I love that um, you have something to back it up, but it, it feels true. Like it, it sounds, do you know what I mean? I can, I can see it when I look at, even though I haven't been operating this way with this lens, I can see how this is, how it applies and how how it is is true in different situations that I, I look at and I think that so it sounds like really the first step for people to begin operating this way is to take take the time to stop and pause 
Is that right? Connect. Yeah. Connect with yourself. Why is that so uncomfortable? Like, why why do we not? Why do we try and feel? (laughs) Maybe this is a question you can't answer. But we but we we feel we feel every second. For me, the the stop, like the the pause, is difficult. And I feel like that's the case for a lot of people. Why is it? Why is it so hard to press the pause button? I think there's several layers to that, and every person is a little different. But in a general situation, in the more practical way, we're consistently exposed to um, things that uh, I forgot my word. Things that uh, alter your nervous system. So we are literally like this all the time. It's air conditioning, it's Wi-Fi, it's the sound of the street, it's the cars, it's the phone, it's whatever it is, the radio. You're consistently getting your nervous system to the max. So you're always like this, super physically, it's very uncomfortable, who wouldn't be, right? We're on edge all the time and pretending that that's natural and that that is normal. So we disconnect from that physical discomfort. The problem is that your emotions and everything that you are lives in your body. So when you disconnect from your body, you're actually disconnecting from yourself. The pause just feels like a wave of all of these that I tell you because all of a sudden you feel the discomfort. It starts with the physical discomfort that you really don't want. So some people go exercise and run for five hours to try to release that stress and tension, right? We call it different things, but it's that nervous system. And then we don't, we're not taught as children to get to know yourself and accept yourself. On the contrary, we're taught to mold starting from a really young age to mold into what will bring your mom's love, your mom's acceptance, your dad's love, your dad's acceptance, right? Sit down, make no noise. It all starts generations and generations and generations behind. But if all of a sudden you, as a parent, awaken to who you are and realize that what you're feeling doesn't need to pass forward. So if your child is being joyful, playing, going around, doing something creative, and you're trying to work and it's really annoying you because your nervous system is already to the top. When you're aware of that, you're able to accept it. And something super magical happens that that discomfort, that anger, it's still there, but you start finding the layers. And underneath that, there's this incredible joy a joy of being alive, of being connected. And then you start opening, that's where where the heart starts open. You open up and then you realize that all that discomfort is amazing. (laughs) And in that discomfort, you find yourself and then you can stay and sit with it and just go like, whoa, (laughs) it's just what happens because you don't need to think, it's just feel. And then the nervous system calms down, more peace, more silence. And that's when you start getting to know yourself. But you have to have a portion of time. And that's why a lot of people um, 
recommend meditation, I do too, meditation, yoga, all kinds of exercises that liberate your nervous system so you can come into that space. Actually, yoga by itself, like the West has made it very Westernly, but the real reason of all the exercises in yoga is to calm your body so you can sit in meditation and listen. Meditation is really to listen. To what? Do it and tell me what you hear. <laughs> yeah. Does that answer a little bit? It definitely does. Yeah, no, it, it definitely does. More than, yeah, that, I think that's perfect because I can really relate to that. And I think that we're not we're not conscious to the fact that we have conditioned ourselves to be okay and that to be the normal to be that in that constant state of stress like I feel like it's similar to when you go from just you know eating processed food and you don't realize how terrible you feel <laughs> until you eat healthily and then you're like oh I felt really gross but I didn't even oh, know whoa. because I, because I, <laughs> because it becomes normal um yeah. and so I think that that is similar and kind of then when you get out you know into nature or something like that you really notice that that stark difference but i think we aren't conscious to that in the day to day so i love that you said you know just sit for 5 minutes and and reconnect because i think that 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 is doable um something that i've kind of discovered for myself this year is just even three it was on a podcast I can't remember who told me just three breaths like literally just this person was like everyone has time for three breaths <laughs> like, I'm like and you're the so the breath is important as well right yeah because yeah yeah the, the, the tension up but immediately calms your nervous system yeah. Even just looking at someone else breathing like that will calm your nervous system. Now, I do want to, to put a caution here because once you start connecting with yourself, other people that love to be disconnected will see you like weird or don't find the connection, right? So there will be a struggle at the beginning first to be able to sit with the discomfort and accept the discomfort until it goes. And it can be five minutes or it can be six months. I don't know. But the sense of belonging starts hitting your mind, right? Then like, why am I doing this? I'm disconnecting from my friends. I don't know how to talk to them. I don't know how to explain this to them. So no, it is a personal journey. You can or not share it until you're ready. This is your own personal journey to know yourself so you can expand and be able to create and impact the world in the way you were here to do. Like there's no person that is the same ever in the whole existence of humanity. That's how unique you are. When you find your uniqueness, there's this sense of awe of who you are from a really, really humble place. It's actual love, unconditional self love crazy for people who struggle with that term and that mm -hmm. that concept of self-love who maybe don't feel that towards themselves who might have negative self-talk the sitting with the uncomfortableness is one step but then what from there how can we 
begin to cultivate that. So once you're able to sit with your discomfort more than 30 seconds without getting super upset at yourself, then start observing the thoughts that come with those emotions that are uncomfortable, even the comfortable ones. You have to learn how you think. That self-talk is so natural and you've done it from a really early age. You heard it, right? So a lot of that self-talk is learned. You may or not even connect or believe it, but you say it and you restrict your ability to expand your thoughts, your process of creating and living life by those thoughts. So there, I mean, there are a million different things and coaching is a great way to, to be self-aware of those thoughts because someone can tell you like, hey, have you noticed that you keep saying this? No, or, or keep using this word. And I mean, I'm not gonna go into that necessarily today, but words have a frequency and a vibration, right? And just like the vibrations I was telling you create attention in your body, your body responds to those frequencies and vibrations. So how you self-talk to yourself, self-talk to yourself, that's what you do, um, affects at a physical level and then at a mental and at a heart level, it operates to close doors, to keep you contained within that thought process that was learned for whatever reason. So just observe, because when you're able to sit with yourself, then the next step is to simply observe your thoughts, where they go. Even just the thought that's saying like, I'm so bored, I wish I could get out, I have so much to do. Like, that is part of that self-thought. Then, when you're able to sit with that for a while, you start realizing how many layers of thoughts happen at the same time. There's not just a thought. There's a thought, and underneath that thought, another thought, and another thought that, oh, and down here is the truth of what you think but you have to give yourself the time to get there. Because maybe you say, I definitely believe in success and I love what I'm doing and I'm going to be very successful and help people be successful. But once you start looking at the layers, what if at the very bottom of the layer, what you find is, I'm really afraid of my greatness, which is so common. So we pretend that we're not it's very complex because we pretend that we're not great to belong, right? But we say we are and we act as if we are. <laughs> but what the heart is saying is, I'm not great. I'm really small and I'm afraid of being who I am because I will not belong. I will not con communicate. I will not connect. And when you get there and you're able to sit with that thought, without judging it, then the magic happens and your greatness just sprouts up. You free. So good. So good. It's so funny. <laughs> We're so funny, aren't we? Our human behavior. It's so it's 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 it's, 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 it's ridiculous. <laughs> but but it is yeah. part of our magnificence. Of course. It's beautiful, but it's just it's funny the webs that we weave for ourselves to fit in and feel you know and and do what we think it's going to take to belong when kind of actually that's the opposite of what we need to be doing um so tell us how we can begin to create from that 
from that space. Okay, this is this is where I excel and where my whole business is. Um, not only to help people get here, but once you're here, what do you do with it? Um, and now we're going to get into a little bit more technical, if you may. So once your heart is expanded and open, and it ebbs and flows, right? Because you you live in a world and you have emotions that happen to it, but that creates those vibrations, right? You create you are a resonance, right? Like any sound or vibration has a resonance to the outside world and to the inside world. But we're going to talk about the outside world. And then there's building blocks that already exist and others that you create. Through that vibration, you're able to access the building blocks. So there are things that already exist and you just generate because you're in attuned into the frequency of that. So for example, abundance, it's not something that you create from yourself and it happens. You may work for something, but abundance versus wealth is a quality of the heart. So when you're able to go out there and have that resonance because you feel true abundance within, you resonate abundance, abundance comes back to you. So you are actually generating abundance neither creating it nor manifesting it, right? And where you are aware of this, you're able to tap into the different building blocks and say like, okay, now I really feel like uh, joy. And it starts by connecting with the feeling of joy and then joy happens. We always think it's the other way around. Find something really joyful and then I will feel joy. It's momentary and it doesn't last. But when you generate it from within, you're completely attuned to it in the universe. And then you can create or manifest or generate depending on, on what you need. When you create, you're tapping into the unknown, the unexistent, right? So you generate things that already exist and you vibrate and resonate with them so they manifest in your life. And when you create, you tap into your beingness. You free your imagination. And then you can actually create something that never ever has existed before because it's infused with your essence. And when you're able to generate and create, things appear in your life like magic. People change, you change, situations happen, synchronicity, serendipity, all these words that we think are very out of our control are because of how you feel. So if you want to create something incredible and impactful, know at the deepest level of your being that you, you, everything that makes you creates that impact in partnership with everything that already exists. So when you resonate this from your heart, then you're able to filter the things that don't resonate like that. Everything has a vibration. So if you want this higher vibration, then you have to bring yourself up to that. Vibration exists and you tap yourself up, down, middle, wherever it is, you have the ability to put yourself there on demand. But we don't make use of our emotions. We let 
living with the heart, we let our emotions take over and then the world reflects that and we don't understand why. But when you take that pause and you come into your heart and you're able to generate your emotions by demand, on demand, then you can make that happen outside and that's how you create. Now imagine creating businesses that are that authentic, that are that infused with everything you are. So I always say, create a business that you love for a life that loves you back. It is that partnership between what you are, what you're doing, what you want, what you desire, and what is being reflected back to you. So much good stuff we could dig into. <laughs> We're trying to decide what direction to take. So let me just see if I have understood it right. Um, the way that we are feel feeling is going to create a vibration and whatever that vibration is, is what we get back to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So just that one thing alone, everyone listening, take that with you. <laughs> Please take that with you. <laughs> I think that that, that is really, really important to be aware of it even and, and be looking at, um, and so powerful because it puts a spin on, you know, that manifesting kind of, you know, hot button words that we that we hear and really comes back to the science of it and the practicalities of it and explains how that that actually happens. So then how how then if we get to choose, how do we tap into our, our purpose and the impact that we want to, to make? Like, how do we do this? I'm, I'm not really phrasing my question really well. How do we make the most of this? How do we really, you know, fulfill our potential in that in that way and make sure that we're, we're staying on, on this path and, um, you know, becoming all we're meant to be in the world. It's a really big question. (laughs) You take it wherever you'd like. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you cannot become who you already are. Mm -hmm. You already are that purpose. You already are that greatness. You already are that magnificence, that light, that resonance. Your core essence is, oh God, I wish you could see it. I I usually, and I do, so people that work with me know that I tend to cry. (laughs) Just because I feel you. I have that gift, if you may, of feeling you way beyond what you can see yourself so I can reflect it back to you. How do you find that? By letting yourself be reflected and allowing your truth to emerge. The mind will always want to put a word on it, right? So I want to know what my gift is. My gift is to give clarity. My gift is no. Yes, those are manifestations of your gift. Your gift is so close to you and so intrinsic 
is intrinsic an English word to yourself? <laughs> I don't even know. It is, yes. It's so intrinsic to who you've always been that it usually eludes you. Everybody else sees it. And it's that, I don't know what, no, like, je sais quoi, that you have that attracts people to you and that you have friends that always come because for specific reasons, right? So what is it that people come to you for? Real people, not people that, you know, that have a need, but real people around you. I mean, even the people that have a need will be attracted to that, no? It's your light. You find it in the silence. In order to have the right action in life, to manifest your purpose, you have to start from stillness. And you can only get to stillness from silence. And silence is not silent at all. <laughs> it's crazy. But when you're able to sit with that, that most inner layer is still and in that stillness it's like a mirror then you can see that purpose and you can see that gift and then you realize that it's an impulse it's not a thought it's not something you put in words per se it takes i mean you can but it takes a really long time because it's so so deep that you start just looking at little layers 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 and it's probably by the time you die you go like oh that was that but as long as you live it on a daily basis, how you live it, you ask? <laughs> how do you bring it out? Be yourself. Be brave. Be courageous. There's a reason why the word courageous comes from cur, which means heart. It is a quality of the heart. And when you start discovering these qualities of the heart and letting them come out, you're naturally manifesting, showing, expressing, and living your purpose and being the gift that you are for the world apologies for that <laughs> we're so we're so crammed into a box aren't we like <laughs> by the world <laughs> like hearing hearing you speak even like the language that we put around it even when it's good intentioned and coming from that place of like we know we want something there's something we're, we're digging for there's still a striving in that and and what you're saying is the opposite is totally the flip side <laughs> of it that strive and that effort prevents you from yeah. getting where you want to be so yeah. you want to be in a way where it's effortless effortless inside so there's always a sort of a distinction between what happens inside and what happens outside but we try <laughs> Miserably, we do all the time try to apply the laws of the outside to the inside, right? Mm -hmm. To control, plan, strategize, make happen. You can't. The inner world is absolutely uncontrollable. Really, tell me, can you control a thought? Can you? Mm -hmm. But you can bring emotions on demand. You can make things work differently through the breath. You cannot mm -hmm. control it, but you give it direction. And you need clarity to know that the direction that is being given is the one you want to go. Isn't and then, it such a tragedy? I feel like this is like, <laughs> it's such a tragedy <laughs> that we've been crammed into this box. I feel like we've been crammed into the box and then the box has been like duct taped. 
<laughs> to the, the the nth degree um yeah and the, it, it's the process of breaking free from that and re rethinking everything that we have been taught and yeah that's what a journey what a journey it is oh my god it's so worth it and it's easier than people think it's it's the how can i say it? it's the mind that goes into panic like oh, i'm gonna lose control but actually when you see that happen and accept that thought process with love it's like a child right asking for attention like mommy 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 okay so you're giving me a thought sure come in here but still i'm in my stillness so even that thought feeds in the expansion of your heart it's really fascinating and once it happens it's just like that and then everything is effortless inside and so you're easily following the impulses that you have and that's how you become super um successful in business too because the guidance is there right and you see people that are very free that we go like oh how do they do it i don't know someone that i really love thinking of is richard branson sir richard branson he is so free and everything comes so naturally and he didn't start like that he just has been very authentic with himself all his life <laughs> mm. yeah i think and giving us selves the permission to do that and realizing it's going to be okay and not yeah trusting that it's not trying to be accepted or you know filtering what what it is that we are so and being brave to surround yourself with people that will facilitate that because mm. in the process of opening up not everybody will walk that path with you and it's okay yeah i think in business either way or in growth of any sort it it becomes apparent who's kind of on the journey with you and who's not and it's okay that some people were just there for a season Um, I know for myself, I've definitely experienced that, like the people that you thought would be with you forever, then just all of a sudden that that just you're in in a different place and they can't, you know, everyone's on their own journey and that might not be at the same speed, which is, which is okay. They're mirrors. They're mirrors for you to gosh where you are at and who you are. Mm -hmm. And then if it mirrors who you are, they come with you because it feels right. But then sometimes you've grown differently and that's okay. It doesn't mirror what you want or who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. I think that's a good point to start to, to wrap up because we could, we could speak forever (laughs) (laughs) and, and I'm sure we can do a round two Um, because as I predicted, we barely scratched the surface of (laughs) of of all of this but I think that that was a really great first step to get people thinking differently and hopefully feeling differently and actually starting to put some silence 
in. I know I'm going to. I'm going to look at my calendar and put some silence in there because that's good. It's severely lacking. <laughs> so I would say if you want to forget everything else and just try something, just remember stop and breathe. Even if you do, just do those two steps and then if you want to go on the website and download the, the, the guide of how to do the other steps, which is the, the bringing the emotions on demand and all of that, mm -hmm. you can do it. But if nothing else, know that you can give yourself a pause stop and breathe yeah so good so good in everything so good when the child is screaming at you so good when you get that you know email from the client demanding something so good when the staff member makes a mistake and costs you money like stop breathe yeah. perfect and know how you feel about it That's yeah it. yeah so good so how can people connect in deeper with you um all of it will definitely be in the in the show notes so definitely go there to find the website link the social links all of that but how can people get more of you <laughs> <laughs> call i'm super happy always um if they want to book a call there's a link on the website to call i call it i change its names every day to be honest it started by leadership from the heart and i think now it's like heart strategy call Whatever the call is, just book it. We'll have 20 minutes of my time, your time. We'll get to know each other. We'll get to see what you need and how we can either create something for you or from the programs I already offer and have, like Power Up You as a Business, that, that if that fits with you, that's perfectly, perfectly fine. So the website, which is my name, which is not the easiest one, so it'll be on the links. <laughs> it's melaniemerech.com. Um, and send me an email, a note, you can follow Instagram or Facebook. Uh, right now it's called Transformation Number Four Leaders. You can message me there. Um, yeah, just look me up and send me a note. I'm always happy to connect in person and personally, if that makes any sense. <laughs> yes, yeah. And yes, definitely, definitely connect with Melanie because it. we've been connected for a couple of weeks now and I can totally attest to her, I don't even know the right word for it, just really genuine connection. You can see that she loves people and really lovely to connect with. So yes, this has been so fun. But I have one like last question. How does your brother pronounce your last name? <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually we both ended in Canada. So for him again, belonging right he changed it to mure because of the m-e-u-r-e-h-g and people kept thinking we were um german but we're not right we're mexican but french lebanese um so he changed that pronunciation a little bit so when we introduce each other he says like oh my name is such and such Murech, and i'm like melanie murek and i'm Murech. so it's just funny um because even growing up in Mexico, no one pronounced the, the name properly. I don't pronounce it properly, by the way, <laughs> because it's in Arabic, right? So I'm going to give it a try how my grandfather used to pronounce it, but I'm really bad at it. So excuse me, all the Murek family. So it would be something like Murhesh. Oh, wow. Very different. I know. Very. So as I tell people is as long as you don't call me names, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> Perfect. Well, 
Thank you for explaining that. I would have, the curiosity would have been burning all day if I hadn't have asked you how the same family member says it looks slightly differently. Um, no, I love that. Um, all right. Thank you so much for your time. I know that this has been, um, this is going to be an episode I think that people want to re-listen to. And I know we're going to get lots of really incredible feedback. So thank you for sharing your light with the world and wish you all the very best in your next steps. And I, I hope we, we do reconnect. Definitely. Thank you so much, Annalise. Thank you for everything and what you're also bringing to the world and for having us here with you. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Impact Business Show. Two things you should know before you go. First, come and join the party. I'm live with free marketing training in the Social Marketing Method Facebook group every single week. That's where you can ask questions and get the answers you need to simplify your strategy and amplify your income. Go to AnnaliseWarn.com forward slash group to join and come and network with an incredible community of like-minded business owners. Now, second, if you have got any value from this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe and share it out on your socials. Your support helps us reach more purpose-driven entrepreneurs and increase our impact in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I will see you next week. Bye.